the sun setting or rising over the gentle waves of the ocean, a cool breeze brushing against your face as you sit back on a porch overlooking a freshly mowed lawn with a glass of sweet tea in your hand. Standing at the base of a mountain gazing up at its peak, a bottom of the ninth game-winning home run. These are all scenarios that we might describe as glorious. And I'm sure you have your own version of what glory looks like to you, but I would imagine that what we are about to read in our text would not fit into your normal ideas of glorious. Welcome to Life Words Day by Day. John chapter 1, verse 14. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So the first thing that we notice about the glory of the Word is that the Word became flesh. In other words, this glory is knowable, recognizable in the God-man. Well, why did Jesus become flesh and dwell among us? Was it to prove to us and to everyone else that God's laws were not too hard to follow? That if He can do it, then we should be able to do it as well? No. Jesus became flesh to serve us. Well, why does Jesus serve us? Why does He condescend to us? Were we worthy, acceptable, deserving of His service? Were we men and women of honor and status and prestige? No. There are some things in life that we cannot achieve because we are helpless or weak or lack the ability. We can put forth a valiant effort, but we'll always come up short and we just need a little boost, a little shove to get us over the edge, to get us to accomplish or achieve whatever we have set out to do. And I think that's how we sometimes view the way in which Jesus serves us. I've done more good than, than bad in my life, and my intentions are great. I just need a little help, and Jesus gives me that help, that extra encouragement that I need. I'm sure you've heard sermons and teachings like this before. You're not a bad person. You just maybe make some bad decisions along the way, and Jesus is there to get us over the hump. Well, all of that is untrue. You are completely helpless, completely unable to offer up anything of any good to your salvation. So why does Jesus serve us? Why does he become flesh? The amazing, overwhelming issue about Jesus being a serving Savior is that he's willing to become like us, not to give us a little push or a little help, not just to break us free from the prison of sin, but he comes to change our hearts and give us new life. Without the giving of a new heart and new desires, then we would simply run from one form of bondage to another because that's what a sinful, depraved heart does. But Jesus serves us by giving us the greatest gift of all, and that is a personal relationship to his Father. You see, grace and truth and forgiveness and mercy and all the other gifts that we receive in Christ, those things are not the ultimate. They serve a higher purpose. They clear the road of rubble and debris and obstacles that keep you from knowing God. The greatest of all is knowing God personally. When you pray today, Please remember Milan Bulak, our missionary in Czech Republic. And also remember the Romani Calderash Life Word broadcast that's heard in Romania.